0: You're listening to You're Force, listening Force Fed, Fed Digital. Digital. BXU Heart. Happy Holidays, everybody. Welcome to the Art of Bounce. This podcast is brought to you by Force Fed Digital and TURN, the United ronin networks i am ralph anthony garcia also known as r4 Bounce is a pod detailing my own chronicles as a former New York City bouncer slash security guard slash fire guard slash bodyguard and where I continue to pay homage to the brave souls doing this job to the best of their abilities as well as the villains who are disguised as wolves in sheep's clothing pretending their positions So folks like myself find them out and call them out. Kindly follow this podcast wherever you stream your favorite programs, including Amazon, Apple, and Spotify. Today, we go back to St. Patrick's Day 2005. However, we're not in New York City this time. I took my chances sojourning to New England, Boston, Massachusetts to be exact, to a pub called Patrick McKinley's, or as I like to call it, Patty Mac's. So, let's continue to be in the holiday spirit. This round of Jameis is on me. Let's listen in. Ah, man, thinking back to 1996 when the Yankees won the World Series. Oh, man, y'all. Bro, I went to Boston that holiday season, and what did I take? The Peter Pan yeah, trailways. I remember taking the Peter Pan trailways all the way to Boston. I was visiting family out in Boston. Getting off that Peter Pan bus at South Station, I step in this bar, right. But before I enter the bar, there's this huge sign, big. I'm talking huge, big old Boston Red Sox. Their logo, the big old Red Sox, the big. Font, the name of it Boston Red Sox. Huge. Hugest shit I ever seen when it comes to them, right? So <laughs> there I was staring at it in my black Fedora hat I had on my long trench coat, all black, right? And uh <laughs> I had my suit on, you understand? You know, it was all black and stuff like I'm a asshole, see, I'm a i I'm such a Yankee fan that I have to have stripes. Right? Pinstripes on my suit. Now, since it's an all-black suit, you're gonna see the pinstripes, but even they are all black, so it's like a little pattern and it's all you know, all black with pinstripes. <laughs> now, Yankee fans are all about them pinstripes. And here's my dumbass. <laughs> still staring at this huge Boston Red Sox insignia opening my trench coat displaying my huge, it looks like a heavyweight title, this big buckle with the NY logo on it, the big Yankee logo on this belt buckle. (laughs) And here I am tipping my hat to the side, waving my coat as I step into this bar. (laughs) Luckily for me, There was like three people in there, but there might as well have been 300 in there with the death stares I got. Hell, even the bartender was looking at me some sort of way. And I'm looking, smiling, teeth all bright and shiny and sh. And here I am displaying myself, opening my jacket wide so that people could see my big silver Yankee Belt buckle in all its glory with the cubic zirconia bouncing off the lights, sparkling it. And you saw the looks on these people's faces as they saw me walk in. <laughs> I'm telling you, they wanted to kill me. They wanted to do something to me, at least hurt me badly. But I stepped to that bartender and I says to her, Wild Turkey, Neat. Seconds later, she whips out the bottle from the top shelf, pours me a glass, slides it across the bar to me, gave her a $10 bill, told her to keep the change. Now, this was, again, 1996, and I could still feel how happy I was to see my Yanks win the World Series. And as I took that shot, I slammed that glass cup onto the bar. I broke it. I didn't mean to break it, but the message was sent all the same. I stopped people in there. Everyone turned as if they didn't have all eyes on me before. Now they were really looking at me like I was an idiot. I felt like an idiot. I didn't even mean to do that, showing everybody how much of a badass I was. So, after finishing my drink and damn near busting my hand wide open, I step out. I go into the train station, catch the red line, and head on over to my family's house in Dorchester. Fast forward to 2005. I was asked by one of the admiral's closest confidants t to work with him that day doing a saint patrick's day joint at his irish bar down in uh north quincy in boston i was down because they were paying good money i wasn't gonna say no to that i wasn't gonna say no to three hundred dollars you kidding me even though i had to find my way over there and that's fine because he was gonna drive us back anyway That's cool. Whenever I work with T, he always drove whoever was lucky enough to ride in his car heading back and always drops me uptown. So, never a problem when it comes to transportation. Well, T for transportation. (laughs) Big shout to my man T, man. Word. So, taking a Peter Pan bus? No, no. Bullshit. This time I took a Chinatown bus. That's what I did. Instead of going to the Port Authority as usual, I went all the way to Chinatown and paid $10 to get on one of their buses and take that to Boston. You hear all kinds of ish with the f***ing Chinatown buses and how it's always catching fire. (laughs) I wasn't worried about that. Isolated incidences are going to happen. I just didn't think it's going to happen to me. And it didn't, so arriving the South Street in Boston once again after a four-hour ride, yeah, four-hour ride, there I go into that bar again. Only this time, I see the huge wall with the huge Red Sox insignia. This is 2005, y'all, St. Patrick's Day. And I'm looking at this wall again, staring at it, only there's a little different thing on it this time, saying... The world champion, Boston Red Sox. I gotta tell you, as a Yankee fan, that hurt. It did. You know, I mean, I'm seeing, uh, you you know, you see see the damn trophy and shit. A picture where everybody's all celebrating in their locker room, celebrating on the field, and the title—you know, the trophy and <laughs> world—the cha- world champions, words, world champion—seem to be the biggest shits on that wall. Like guy, right, whatever, you know. This time, I didn't have on my quote-unquote sheriff ensemble. However, I did have a black hat. I had no sign on it. I had, you know, I was, it was a plain black fitted, plain black clothes. I mean, I was going to work. And <laughs> I wasn't trying to start no shit with nobody. To think all these years later, these folks are still there. I remember the same bartender. She was there. I'm like, wow, here it is. Nearly 10 years later, it's the same bartender. I stepped to her nice and humbly, asked for a wild turkey meat. And somehow or another, she remembers me. Hi, how you been? She'd ask. I've been okay. Not as happy as you guys, obviously. And she chuckles because she knew exactly what I was talking about. And all you see is world champion Boston Red Sox posters and pictures all over the damn place. I just took my shot, gave her a 20 spot. She gave me a little bit of change, gave her a five spot for a tip. Kept it moving, right? (laughs) And uh, I went down to South Station train station. About to take this T train, the red line. And I got to take that all the way down to North Quincy. So, boom, I'm feeling a little nice. I'm waiting on this train. According to the schedule, it's coming in about 10 minutes. I sit down. I'm a little tired. That damn bus ride just sucked the soul out of my body. I was all tired, you know, all lagged out. I start to nap. Then here comes this train, loud as shit. 10 minutes later, I go in it I sit down. And once the doors closed, I took my seat. I see that I'm on this T train and I'm looking at the map, you know, the red strip with all the stops on it, the T's next to that. And I was just taking in the air, you know, taking in where I was. I'm on the train and I take a nap real quick. But I wake up a couple minutes later, right? And I f-ed around and thought I was lost because there I was when I woke up and the train still moving between stops, but the train kept moving. And I'm like, why is this train not stopping? It kept going, it just kept going. <laughs> it was, it kept moving. It would not stop for anything. And I'm getting up and I'm looking about it and I'm like, I made sure that I didn't alarm anybody else that was on the train in that same car with me however i'm looking outside the damn window and we're outside the elevation you know we're outside and i'm seeing that we're crossing this river and stuff and i'm like yo is this train ever gonna fucking stop about five or six minutes later i finally pull up to a station and it's north quincy like damn you know (laughs) so i get off at north quincy station but You know how to, like, put on a mask, you know what I mean? Not an actual mask, but, you know, change my face a little bit to make sure I don't look lost, you know what I mean? Looking like I know where I'm going. So I kept it going, walking to a nice little pub on Squantum Street, right? And the name of the place was called Padraig McKinley's. Padraig McKinley's whatever. <laughs> not to show any disrespect, hard to remember. And yeah, I'm not going to give you the real name of the place to protect the innocent. But here I am, Quantum Street, West Quantum Street, not very far from the train station. There was T at the front. I was very happy to see my guy T, man. Word up. So I give him a pound and a hug. He told me to just hang out in the front with him. We're about to begin work. Now, I got there in the afternoon, you know what I'm saying? Like four-ish, five-ish. You know, I wasn't going to say no to this money. I just wasn't. So there we were, me and T, at the front of the place, Patty Max. (laughs) That's what I call it. That's what I call it to keep it short, you know. Podrick McKinley. I'm not going to remember that too tough. So Patty Mac. Yeah, I was in front of their establishment with T and I'm asked to, and I'm asked to ask for IDs. So at the front of the line, at the front of the velvet rope, folks are forming the line to get into the place wearing their little Red Sox hats and fish. Now, (laughs) I wasn't going to tell them to take off their hat or nothing. I didn't have to tell them to take off their hats. Thank God, because that's usually a hassle telling people to take their hats off. I hate that. I know my fellow bouncers hate it. We hate it. We just hate it. We just hate being told to do nonsensical issues. Folks are coming in, showing their IDs. Massachusetts, driver's licenses, Rhode Island, Maine. I mean, we are in New England, so you're going to see a lot of that. A lot of Connecticut's, a lot of New Hampshire's, and even a couple of New York's. And every time somebody from New York show me their ID, I give them that. How you doing, eh? You know, so that we can feel a little bit at home. Quietly enough so that we don't rile the rest of these Bostonians or Bastonians. <laughs> Baston. That's just the way they talk. Now, the outside calmed down enough that T wanted me to hold post inside. So I had to float inside and make sure everybody's behaving themselves. And lo and behold, on their television sets, they had about four of them in the place, they were watching reruns of the World Championship games of the World Series. And. <laughs> Like, wow, Like, what did these people have a VCR in there? Sure enough. Rewind! Rewind! We want to see that part! Rewind! Big Papi! And you know, all of that, like, oh, come on. Hey, what was I to do? You know, hate? I couldn't hate that. Folks were having too much of a good time. But the longer I stayed in there, the more rowdy these fucking kids were getting. And most of them Irish. Here at Patty Max, Patrick McKinley's. Ish. They playing darts over one side, and you see a pool table on another side, and I already knew what it was, man. Like, oh boy, I'm going to really have to step my game up and make sure I'm doing my job, watching attentively, because you never, ever f***ing know. So I'm staring at what's going on inside the pool hall area. I'm looking at the jukebox. I'm looking at the folks playing darts so far so good but later on down the line the more drinks these people pump in their systems the more reruns the more game highlights they put on the TV the more chugging the more drinking the more playing the music on the jukebox and mind you they wasn't playing no top 40 records they were playing their records these irish folk songs that they love playing i, I got to say I had fun watching them sing along to it, you know, because it was all good vibes. But then somebody said something stupid. Somebody ended up getting crashed in the head with a pull cue. Bing! What? Bro, like, I ran to the guy with the pool cue and took the pool cue from him. Meanwhile, the little Mexican guys, it was three of them. One served as a busboy, another one served as a bathroom attendant of sorts, and the other one, the bar back, you know what I'm saying? And they immediately ran into the pool area and snatched all the sticks. Snatched all the sticks, threw them all inside the closet, boom, and closed the door, locked it real quick and started to pick up whatever loose glass bottles sitting around. They were on it because people were fighting. I mean, dude just got smashed in the head with a pull cue. After I snatched the pull cue away from the guy, I wrestled him outside. T took control of him, and then I was trying to calm down the place, but then f***ing guy got stabbed in the neck with a f***ing dart. <laughs> what? What the f***? So I snatched the guy that threw the dart at the person, belly-to-bellied him outside the door. T took control of him and kicked him out. My God, the police had to come. The police came, calmed that whole matter down, and oof. What a night at Patty Max. Um, Patrick himself, you know, was utterly impressed with me and T's work. Paid us our $300 each. Gave us $20 tips each and gave us both a huge mug of Guinness. What more can I say. What a Patty's Day. St. Patty Day at Patty Max. Shit. I'm very glad I didn't have to take that damn train back to wherever. Or take the damn Peter Pan back to fucking New York. Tea was right there. All right. We're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Never thought those words would make me any happier than they did that night. St. Patrick's Day, or St. Patrick's Night now, out in Boston. That was the story of Patty Max. Peace out, y'all. Now we're rolling back to New York City in T's car. Did I make mention that he's a speed demon? Well, usually it would take about three to four hours between Massachusetts and New York. Tell me why we made it in two. Maybe the roads being usually empty at this time of night might have something to do with that. Big up to my guy T once again and thanks to Padre McKinley's also known as Paddy Max for having us. Boston, Massachusetts, New York, New York sends their regards. You want to connect with me? Go to www.solo.to forward slash RGMC2407. Go to PayPal, Cash App, YouTube, Instagram, X, Threads, Facebook, group. Send an email to the Gmail at RGMC2407. While on YouTube, visit the music channel at RGMC2407, where I collect rare hip-hop instrumentals, and you might just hear your favorite beat on there. Also, visit the Art of Bounce Podcast's YouTube channel or join TURN, the United Ronin Networks, for exclusive, uncensored versions of the Bounce Pod. Con, folks, if you see a bouncer doing his or her job to the fullest on all 10 toes, show them a little bit of love because they're humbly doing their best while being paid the least to make sure you and yours are having a good time and feel secure. Be safe.